Welcome to Living Water Radio. Would you change the world, if you could, to make it more like your vision of what it should be? I wouldn't. Today we're going to give you some ideas for how the world is changed for good and how you can be a part of it. My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head were having dinner with their three tater tots. Toward the end of the meal, one of the tater tots tapped her glass with a dinner knife and said, Excuse me, I'd like to make an announcement. I am getting married. Oh, that's wonderful, said Mr. Potato Head. Who is the lucky man? Well, she said, he's from Idaho. Idaho, her father said, that's fantastic. Great potatoes come from Idaho. Your mother and I couldn't be happier. Just then, the second tater tot taped his, tapped his glass and said, Well, since we're making announcements, I too have good news to share. I'm getting married. Oh, that's wonderful, said Mrs. Potato Head. Who's the lucky young woman? Well, the second tater tot said, She's a russet. A russet, said his mother. Russets are fine potatoes, fine potatoes. Your father and I couldn't be more pleased. When the hubbub had stilled the third tater tot tapped her glass and said, well, since we're all sharing good news, I have an announcement to make too. What is it? Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head asked breathlessly. Well, I'm getting married, she said. What? All three of our children are getting married? What a wonderful day, said Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Who is a lucky young man? David Muir from ABC News, said the tater tot. Everyone at the table went silent. Mrs. Potato Head bowed her head and wept softly. Finally, Mr. Potato Head looked up from his plate and said, But dear, David Muir is just a commentator. Well, that's what Sally and I do. We're commentators in our videos, in our blog, and in our podcast. Commentators to reflect the Word of God. Average Potatoes. We don't think of ourselves as preaching sermons or leading Bible studies. We just want to reflect and comment on the events of this pandemic from a perspective based on the Bible and the Christian life. We want to be witnesses to what is happening in the world, and witnesses for what we have seen and know in Jesus Christ. In Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, the fourth chapter, starting at the fifth verse, he says this, For we do not proclaim ourselves, We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay jars, so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. I don't want to change the world to be more like what I think the world should be. I don't trust myself to know what is best. I just want to point to God, 
who changes hearts, who makes all things new, who makes of us a new creation, and who brings the kingdom of God through us, who transforms the world and everything that is in it. I'm just an earthen jar, useful sometimes, but fragile, well aware that I could be wrong. I could be, but I don't think so. Otherwise, I wouldn't believe what I believe. Robert Fulgham, in his book It Was on Fire When I Lay Down on It, told the story of a Greek philosopher whose lecture he had attended, who answered his question on the meaning of life with his story about living on a Greek island during the Nazi occupation of World War II. One day he came upon a wrecked German motorcycle. He picked up the broken pieces of the rearview mirror and, unable to put them together, kept the largest piece, which he filed down to a disc with a stone. He played a game with that mirror, seeing what deep pocket of darkness he could illuminate by reflecting light into it. He still had that mirror in his wallet, he said. He believed that it was the key to the meaning of life, that he was not the light or the source of the light, but that he could be a reflector of the light, bringing light into the dark places of life. He didn't have the whole mirror, but he had a part of it, and he could do what he could with what he had. We are not the light. But we can be reflectors of the light. We don't have all the answers, but we can be witnesses, commentators, on what we do have. In Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, the 13th chapter, the 12th verse, he writes, For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will fully know fully, even as I have been fully known. That's all we can do, to know that we are not perfect, but that God is perfect, that we are not the Savior, but that we can be reflectors of the Savior. What do you think? The world is not what it's supposed to be. How can it best be changed? We are at a point in the pandemic when L.A. County is seeing its lowest average number of hospitalizations for the COVID-19 virus at a time when more than 4 million acres of land have burned in California, when the President of the United States is in the hospital with COVID-19, when dozens of senior administration officials have tested positive for the virus, and when Armenia is again being threatened and attacked. How do we respond? By being commentators, witnesses to the light of God, Jesus Christ. How has the world changed? We pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then we act according with God's will, as the Holy Spirit gives us the eyes to see what God has equipped and called us to do in order to accomplish God's justice, that is, God's will. Martin Luther explained the meaning of the Lord's Prayer with regard to the passage, Thy will be done in this way. What does this mean? The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer. But we pray in this petition that it may be done among us also. How is God's will done? Done. God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow God's name or let his kingdom come. And when he strengthens and keeps us firm in his word and faith until we die. This is his good and gracious will. This is how the world is changed by average potatoes, commentators, witnesses to the great acts of God. Be God's people, 
who have been formed and nourished by the streams of living water, the power and person of the Holy Spirit, God's ongoing presence for good in the world. Not my will, but God's will alone be done. Today, let's remember to pray for those who provide essential services and for those who seek the common good. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.